Uh, me and my niggas tryna get it, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Get that house, yeah, nigga. Tell me, is you with it, yeah, bitch? Yeah, bitch. Home yeah, invasion, what's persuasive? What's persuasive? What's persuasive? From nine to five, I know it's vacant, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dreams yeah, bitch. of living life like rappers do. Like rappers do. Like rappers. Back when condom rappers wasn't cool. They wasn't cool. They wasn't. I fucked your rain and went to tell my bros. Tell my bros. Then that's your rain and let it burn came on. That burn came on. And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, Season 4, Episode 21. It's been a little while, ladies and gentlemen, but thank you for tuning in. We are back after about a three-week hiatus. Walking us on today, Kendrick Lamar featuring J-Rock, Money Trees. My name is Joel. I'm tuning in from Champaign, Illinois. With me this afternoon, this Sunday, Father's Day afternoon, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, this is Sam, broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, my hot take for the day is after beating Germany 1-0 in the World Cup uh, opening round today, Mexico is my lock for World Cup champion this nice. year. Nice. That is a <clears throat> nice hot take. I love it. Yeah. I've not been following the World Cup. People are yelling about it on Twitter all day long, and I'm like, God damn it, just shut up about hockey. Hot, right. Hot, what'd you call it? Hot hockey? Hot hockey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a second hot take is changing the name of soccer to hot hockey. <laughs> because that's all it is. Right, it's all it really is. And yeah. also, I just feel like the rest of the world calls it football, and so like right. we could come out with this announcement that we're changing how we refer to soccer and the rest yeah. of the world was stoked about it. But then we're like, yeah, we're calling it hot hockey now. I feel like that's what the Canadians would call it. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, it's been a little while since we've been on the air. We took kind of an unplanned hiatus. Had some, uh, some issues getting the gang together. We had some schedule changes. I took a vacation out to see you guys. We did not broadcast from uh, New York or Boston, but we did go to a, a Red Sox-White Sox game. Post yeah, that was Fender. actually funny, because we literally had the entire gang together yeah. <laughs> one place, which I don't think has ever happened before. Right. You and me and Jesse and Eli were all together, <laughs> and, yet and we, we did not podcast. <laughs> yeah, hmm. we got we to gotta get our act together a little bit. Yeah. But that was my first time ever at Fenway. That was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, what was your main takeaway from that ballpark? Yeah, it was pretty amazing. I think my main takeaway was it felt bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh-huh. That was at least my impression. Just because people, you know, it's old and in an urban area you know, kind of locked in on all sides. I, I guess I just assumed it was going to feel small. Um, right. You know, and my, my reference point was Wrigley. And not the field, the stadium, I guess. The field, right. I wasn't assuming the field would be small. I just assumed that the stadium, that Fenway Park, was going to feel small. Uh, but it didn't, felt big. Uh, and we were out in the right field. That was cool. I wish we could have heckled some outfielders, but... We were a little too high up. Yeah, we were a little too high up. Um, but that was good. Uh, our walk-on music was Kendrick Lamar and Money Trees, which I'm pretty sure was Brock Holt's walk-up music. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. But who, who was it who had the country? Is that Ben Attendee? Yeah, and Mitch Moreland. Yeah. Yeah. Mitch Moreland has a real crap pop country song that's like about drinking alone on a Saturday night. Hmm. Well, that's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, I sympathize, but I don't like that song. Right, right. I want to <clears> give <throat> a shout-out. So, this is the uh, last 30 days, folks, who have been listening to us, even though we have not been posting new material in a while, we still got our loyal fans listening to us. So, thank you very much. Uh, North Clarendon, Vermont. Eastern... Pa- yeah, East- Clarendon. Yeah. Eastern Pennsylvania. Riga, Latvia. That was one I didn't oh, expect. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a sick one. Yeah. 
Milan, Michigan, San Jose, California, Florence, Alabama, El Paso, Texas, Tel Aviv. Hey. Yeah. Uh, In the half. Yeah. Little West. Is that where they make old El Paso taco kits? Like taco season? Oh, they you know must. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Do you remember the salsa ads from when we were kids? I don't know if they still have them where it's the cowboys sitting around talking about salsa and one cowboy yeah. says it says here this salsa was made in New York City and then they all go New York City? Do you remember that? No. Oh man. I don't even remember the company. I just always felt like it was a cheap shot at New York. Like what? Well, easy. It's like low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? Yes. Exactly. Take cheap shots in New York. Yeah. Um, we do it all the time on this podcast. Take cheap shots at New York? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I feel like we at least have justification <laughs> since you at least live there. <laughs> yeah. Um, other listeners, uh, Londrina, Brazil. So Brazil, um, how are they doing at this whole soccer kicking game? They were pretty good, right? Brazil? Uh, all I know about the World Cup is Mexico won against Germany, and right. then Iceland tied with Argentina. Right, and those were both big deals. But that's another... Uh, this is why I get so frustrated with this sport. Everybody's freaking out about Iceland's big upset over Argentina, but it was a tie. It's not an upset. It's a, it's a tie. Yeah, Brazil tied Switzerland also. That's the other thing. I refuse to use uh, soccer terminology. Nothing. It's a tie, not a draw. It's zero, not nil. Uh, it's points, not goals. Now I'm just getting petty. Oh, I guess points. <laughs> right. Oh, it's hot hockey, not soccer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's I was. A sack, not a ball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're called leg hands, not feet. <laughs> Yeah. Smack that air sack with your leg hand. <laughs> Kick it into the point box. <laughs> yes, the point box. And don't let it get stopped by the... Uh-oh. Point box guard? <laughs> yeah, point box guard. The rim keeper. Mm. So are you pulling for Mexico? Because that's the other thing. This World Cup is the first World Cup in a generation where there is no USA. Right. So, so is yeah, definitely, definitely pulling hard for Mexico, but pulling. I like root for Mexico every time, really. Yeah. Uh, Mexico is by far the most popular team in the U.S. of those in the World Cup. I saw a graphic of Jersey sales state by state, and Mexico was by far the most popular, especially across the West and the Southwest. And then you get up into the Midwest and the East Coast and get some weird ones like, uh, uh, I think, Wisconsin and Minnesota. You have uh, Poland, you know, outselling all Jerseys in those areas. Germany does big in Ohio and Pennsylvania. It's just interesting people kind of reaching back to their ethnic uh, ancestries to decide who they're going to root for in the World Cup. France is the number one team in Louisiana. That makes sense. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think this World Cup is actually going to bring out the worst in America and the world. We're just going to fall back to our old uh, ethnic rivalries. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that all makes sense to me. Uh, there's just like a lot of this in America, this national sentiment, like, you know, oh, I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm an Irishman. It's like, man, your family has been here forever. Right. And <clears throat> you are not. Right. You are nothing but an American. Well, that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is giving folks an opportunity to act, oh, I'm my proud German heritage, or oh, my proud Polish heritage, and it's 
Motherfucker, your family's been here for 150 years. You only pretend to be German every once in a while for that one right. day in Oktoberfest and then every right. four years in the World Oktoberfest, Cup. Oktoberfest and then, like, to make some kind of offensive jokes and right. be like, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm German. I'm German, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank God Ireland is not actually in the World Cup. I feel like they would be the most annoying fan base. Yeah. They've got no due dame, though, so they always get to act that way. Um, who's your underdog that you would be rooting for? Mexico. Yeah, but Mexico's not exactly... They're maybe not favored to win, but they're a good team, right? Right. I mean... Yeah, no, no. Iceland? Yeah, Portland. Iceland. Who's that guy who bite, bit that guy that last time? Who's, like, famous yeah, for biting people? He played for Uruguay. <sighs> I want... Yeah. He I want that team to do well. <laughs> He plays for Uruguay. I forget his name. <laughs> Sam's got a cold, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he keeps doing yeah, I got that. cold, so if you hear any yeah. sniffling, that's what yeah. that is. Luis Suarez. That's his name. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what about... See, I don't know. I haven't even watched any uh, hot hockey this whole time. But I would go for, you know, Senegal or uh, Costa Rica, you know. Hey, what about Nigeria? Nigeria, yeah. Although they lost already to Croatia. Ouch. See, and that's the other thing. I would normally have no opinion whatsoever about Croatia or Nigeria, but suddenly every four years it's like, God damn those Croatians. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now the other side of this is that the whole thing is being played in Mother Russia. Right. And so you've got the height of corruption between FIFA and the right. entire Russian state and government. So I feel yeah. like that adds another layer of illegitimacy to the World Cup, which I'm kind of into, honestly. There's like a lot of piss being passed back and forth through like <laughs> secret secret doors, you know what I mean? Ex oh, yeah. There's a lot... There's like a lot of secret piss swapping going on right now in Russia. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> Man, I wish Eli were here. It doesn't even have to be between doors, though. That's the whole thing. If it's Russia and FIFA overseeing everything, it's just like, uh, hold on a second, I have to pee in this cup. Can you turn around, right. please? And they'll be like, sure. Right. And here's like 100 rubles. Like pee into the cup and clearly there's a tube coming out of it that goes into like a different cup. You know what I mean? <laughs> and everyone's just standing there watching it go through the tube like a crazy straw. Yeah. <laughs> I think about all the corruption and, and bribery. I mean, maybe we missed our calling here, Sam, that we need to be some FIFA officials in the... 2018 World Cup because I feel like yeah. we could get lots of prostitutes and gold. If we I am just, ripe for corruption. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, I. They wouldn't even have to add. They'd be like, <laughs> "So, what do you think about this?" And I'd be like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. But, I'm just gonna get excited. Who's in Russia's group? Uruguay and Egypt. When Russia plays Uruguay and all the Uruguay Uruguayans? 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 All the players for Uruguay suddenly have terrible knee injuries all at once or something like that. Right. Like gunshot injuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Simpsons where nobody shows up, but they're all found dead in a St. Petersburg dumpster. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> dumped in the river <laughs> Volga. Yeah, that's also a pretty weak like group that Russia mm. picked, right? Yeah, exactly. Uruguay and Egypt and Saudi Arabia? Yeah, it's, it's going to be Uruguay is going to win it. And those other three teams are trash. And Russia already beat Saudi Arabia. Right. I Do you think that Uruguay is going to beat Russia? Uruguay should beat Russia. Right. But it's in Russia, so who knows? And the mafia and Putin. 
you know. Right. I mean, R- Russia got five points, though. They already – that's yeah, they beat Saudi Arabia 5 nothing. They kicked Saudi Arabia's right. ass. But Saudi Arabia may be the worst team at the World Cup. They're either the worst team or one of the worst teams at the World Cup. Uh-huh. Um, I can judge that. Uh, there's a thing I was reading on 538. They, there is uh, there is sabermetrics to uh, soccer or hot hockey, right. um, and each player there is like a war. Players have war. <laughs> there's war in their their wars over oil, but also uh, wins above right. replacement war for individual players. And Saudi Arabia has like the worst or one of the worst. So do you think that after Russia? like, beat Saudi Arabia so badly, Saudi Arabia is now going to just, like, tank the national <laughs> yes. price of a barrel of oil I just saw to <laughs> fuck over Russia? Yeah. <laughs> I saw some really good tweets about that. What My favorite was, ah, yes, the Russia-Saudi Arabia game. The winner gets to determine American foreign policy for the next four years. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Yeah, part of me is Because what is Saudi Arabia is that, was it UPEC? Is that what they're called? OPEC, yeah. OPEC? OPEC, mm-hmm. OPEC. Yeah. I wonder how many OPEC... Yeah, and Russia's economy is completely dependent on high prices oil. for oil. Yeah, Saudi Arabia... Can it's, like, it's supposedly an international body, but Saudi Arabia produces so much more oil than any other country in the world that they yeah. just run it. Yeah. So whatever they say goes. They're like, ah, you know, we're going to charge $5 less a bottle, a, a, a barrel. And then, like, Russia's economy, like, goes into the sewer. <laughs> they should. That would be hilarious. I mean, terrible, right. but also hilarious. There's a lot of oil-producing right. companies in the World Cup. Colombia. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Nigeria. Iran. Venezuela? No. Venezuela's not in it. Venezuela's... Their country is falling to shit right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and their soccer team sucks. And their soccer team sucks. We could segue back to baseball on that one because there's a whole bunch of Venezuelan MLB players who have been wearing um, wrist pa- uh, What are they called? Wristbands? Armbands? Yeah, armbands with the Venezuelan flag in solidarity because... Venezuela, like the economy is collapsed and the government's collapsing, and people are trying to escape Venezuela right now. And MLB has been a bunch of dicks about it and is trying to stop players from wearing decorative uh, wristbands. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But <coughs> I, I think MLB backed off after people uh, pointed out how many players wear American wristbands, and nobody has ever said anything about it. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what would be the most politically uh, destabilizing outcome of the World Cup? So we already talked about Saudi Arabia could get back at Russia by spiking or by collapsing the price of oil. Right. How about these Iranians? I guess Israel's not in it, are they? No, Israel's not in it. Uh, no. I mean, what if England and France actually get to play each other and just restart the Joan of Arc Hundred Year War? That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> but, like, really, would it be that politically destabilizing? No. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Brexit already happened, and, like, right. that turned out like not be matter to anyone except for Europe, you know? Right. How about if... England scale Europe is like much like negligible, well, much less impactful than they used to be. That's right. what I'm trying to Agreed. say. Agreed. What if if England loses to Belgium because they're in the same group? If England loses to Belgium, England has to rejoin the EU. Right. I think that would be. Oh, a good... like Brexit is on the line for this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like. The uh, is it Theresa May? Is that who it is? It's yeah, the British Prime, Prime Minister, Minister of England. Yeah, <clears throat> and like her and the president of uh, the EU have like a bet. Yeah. She's like a really horrible <laughs> gambler. 
They have a bet on Brexit on the World Cup between <laughs> Belgium and the U.S. <laughs> like favorable trade terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that. In the U.S., mayors of cities exchange like bet beer food, but England is betting the future of their economy. <laughs> um, oh, go! Oh, no, I got go away. Um, what other good ones would there be? Australia's in it. That's kind of weird. Spain. Okay, so Spain, of course, is one of the favorites, and they're in Group B along with Portugal, and they tied each other already. Who is Portugal's really good guy? Uh, Ronaldo. Right. Yeah, and he had a hat trick. Also, hot hockey hat trick. Uh, right. So we can keep... Please. Yeah, we can keep that term. That term is a hockey term. Right, right, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, Spain and Portugal tied. Now, between Spain and Portugal, how many of their former colonial... How many of their former colonies are in the World Cup? Uruguay, Peru, Argentina, Brazil, Costa Rica, Mexico, Panama, Colombia. I count eight. I count eight former Spanish or Portuguese colonies in the World Cup. Do you think those teams, like, step it up when they get to play their former colonial... Uh, uh, overlords? Overlords, yeah. Probably. I would. I mean, the U.S., we get psyched when we get to play England, I, I would assume. I feel like right. We did. I, feel like, I mean, do we? Who I don't know. <laughs> who fucking knows? Uh, just pass it to the wide receiver. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. So you're saying it's like, what you're saying is that on the line in the World Cup, there should be like reparations for like yes. colonial country, like post-colonial powers against their old <laughs> colonial overlords. Yes. So like Brazil beats Portugal and then Portugal has to like, I don't know, give them back all of their coffee or yeah. something. <laughs> or, or that. All the rubber in Portugal <laughs> all the rubber in Portugal has to go back to Brazil. Or all the museum artifacts. Right. Right. From from uh Incans weren't in Brazil. What ancient civilization was Brazil? I don't know. Brazilian? Brazilian. Yeah, that's interesting. I have no idea. They weren't the Mayans or the Incans. No, that was further north. Yeah, Peru was in it. They were the Incans, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you also got, so you'd have Australia against England. Right. Uh, it's like Australia beats England, then they get to send all of their criminals to England. <laughs> they clean out all of their prisons and just send them to, like, set farms <laughs> on the coast of England. <laughs> The English economy is ruined by cheap ranchers. Uh, uh, the African nations would mostly be against France, I would assume. Senegal and Nigeria. Nigeria is English-speaking, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's English-speaking. Was it an English colony? I think so. Yeah. And then Morocco is Spain or France. I forget. Yeah, awesome. I don't know. Anyway, so that's fun, except, you know, soccer. Remember that Simpsons episode where they actually have the soccer game and the, Mex right. yeah, the Mexican announcer is all excited and Kent Brockman is like, and he passes it back, and he passes it back. Right. Holds it. Holds it. Holds it. <laughs> that's how I feel watching soccer, hot hockey. Yeah, I really like that. It's like, low scoring games? Yeah. Ties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is the only time of the year where I actually start standing up for American football, you know? When I'm like, yeah, we could be good at soccer if we wanted to, but we'd rather play a real sport. We're right, smash ball. Smash, smash ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Eh, we didn't need the World Cup anyway. We've got this crazy game that we invented. Right. <laughs> it's terrible for your body. We have genetically engineered <laughs> superhumans smashing into each other. 
<laughs> that that is the essence. Uh, baseball may be America's pastime, but American football is the essence of Americana. <laughs> right. No, but I still think we should just call it Smashball. Smash it's like hot hockey and Smashball. Hot hockey and Smashball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking also. You know, there was a lot of, in my opinion, not very. Uh, in good faith, hand-wringing about the United States not making the World Cup. And a lot of people on the internet talking about, well, if, you know, we need to actually start investing in developing players and investing in youth leagues and to get, to get us up to this international level. But we don't care. I mean, that's... Right, who cares? Yeah, who it's cares? Like, we don't care, and also the rest of the world doesn't care either. Right. Like, like, they would probably prefer that we are not competitive. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, let's crush them at basketball. Let's crush everybody at basketball every year. And then right. in the rest and of base- the, And baseball. Baseball is more competitive, right. right? I mean, I feel like... Baseball, I feel it's more international. Yeah, baseball. It's still an American game, but you've got Japan and... Well, the, it's big in know, Asia. It's, like, big yeah. all through yeah. Asia. And then... It's, uh, well, maybe not all through Asia, but it's big in South America and all through the Caribbean and it's big and it's like starting to get bigger in Europe. Yeah. Which is good. I I think that's awesome. Like big everywhere except for Africa and Europe, basically. And uh, I wonder why that is. I mean, that's interesting. I bet for different reasons. Um... What was I going to say? So the U.S. is probably the best at baseball, but it's competitive, right? Like, the DR can beat us. Puerto Rico can beat us. Right, but I feel like America, like, international competition in baseball is not very serious. Right. And I feel like of all of the teams playing, the Americans have, like, the least national pride. Oh, that makes sense. You know, so like, yeah. oh, there's just a ton of American players that are either not playing because it's like their vacation, right. or they're not playing, or they're like playing, like you know, A Rod played for the DR just yeah. because, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Despite the fact that he was an American, and like yeah. a lot of people do that. Yeah. But in basketball, which is an international game, we dominate because we lost. We came in third in the 2004 Olympics, and since then it's been like a point of contention. How embarrassed. Exactly, we were embarrassed, and now it was like, no, we can't, we can't let that happen again. So, Kobe and LeBron and Kevin Durant, you guys have to play for uh, U.S. basketball because that team, we can't let that happen again. I read that um, the under 18 league, the U.S. was playing Panama. And the uh-huh. U.S. got out to a 42 to nothing lead. Nice. <laughs> and ended up winning something like 96 to 12, I think. Um. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sucks so bad for Panama. That's like mean. That's like bullying. That should be classified as bullying. Should there be, I mean, it's under 18. Should there be like a 10 run rule or something? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like a thirty-point rule, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just not going to play the second half, guys. <laughs> um, cool. So, how is baseball going? Uh, baseball's going pretty good. Yeah. The Red Sox have uh, been winning a lot of games recently. Yeah, um, and are kind of. Uh, I mean, we went to that game, and the Red Sox lost, and they lost that series against the White Sox, but I feel like they haven't lost a series in, like, a month other than that. Yeah, yeah. One. Um, I mean, right now, as of this minute, they're a half game behind the Yankees. The Yankees... Yankees. Mm-hmm. The Yankees lost no, today I mean, to Tampa Bay, and the Red Sox are playing Seattle right now and winning, right? They were up last time I checked. Um, yeah, they're winning five. Yeah. Um, fun fact, the Yankees 
Starting today, we're 46 and 20, um, which is a winning percentage of 0.696969969 into infinity. Classic. I know. I thought that was that was amazing. That was my favorite fact of the day. <laughs> uh, the, the White Sox just finished getting swept by the Detroit Tigers at home. They nice. are they are now one and eight on the season against Detroit, which is ridiculous. Other than that, until this sweep, they were playing a lot better. Um, they're they're still the third worst team in the AL. They're better than the Orioles and better than Kansas City. <coughs> Excuse me, Kansas City. And they were on like a eight. They were eight and five in the month of June until they got swept by Detroit. Now they're eight and eight in the month of June. So that's just kind of a long way of me. Like they're they're getting their shit together a little bit. They're definitely. Uh, a better baseball team right now than they were at the beginning of the year. Um, and I think, yeah, so I think there's there's a lot of cause for hope on the south side, which I'm, but, you know, they're going to suck for the rest of this year. And I would advise that they well, not... What? We, we kind of talked about that a few weeks ago, how the White Sox aren't really playing to win this year, but they're playing to, like, overperform their expectations yeah. in the hopes of, like, luring a big free agent there. Right. Because they've, like, basically jettisoned their entire payroll. Like, they don't have any payroll. Right. So they have money to offer Bryce Harper, like, Manny a lot of money. Yeah. Like, they could offer him as much money as the Red Sox or the Yankees could, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because their payroll is so low. Yeah. I think... Yeah, Bryce but Harper want to go there if they're right. They've got to be decent, and they've got all these guys in the minor leagues that they're trying to bring up. Um, what does Bryce Harper play? What position? Uh, right field. Okay. Um, he's an outfield. He's an outfielder because Machado is a shortstop, right? Yep. Yeah, and. <laughs> We could bring him over, but I really like our shortstop, Tim Anderson. I really am rooting hard for him. Right, but that's he's he's inconsistent. I mean he's not near you know, he's not an all star, but I feel he should be. You know? And this is probably the homer in me. I really, really want this guy to get consistently good. And he will have flashes of brilliance, both at the plate and especially defensively. He can make some amazing defensive plays. But then he'll also go, you know, several games without a hit. Or he'll take swings at stupid shit. He strikes out. I mean, everybody strikes out a lot. Right. He strikes out a lot. Uh, and, and it's just... you. I think this is his third year. Let me look that up. And I just want him to, to have that breakthrough... Uh, he's 24. Yeah, she's only 24. He's got a long time to go. Wow. I wonder if we're the youngest. And why? Because like, sometimes he's good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him to get good. What's, uh... You want that. Yeah, what? Wow. Our team is really young. What's your average age for a baseball player? I don't know. The Red Sox is a pretty young team, too, though. Yeah, yeah that's right. All infielders are 23, 24, 24, and 25. And then Jose Abreu is 31. Right. Our outfielders are all 25, 26, or 27 years old. Yeah. We're really young. Yeah. Hey, Jace Fry, uh, we watched him uh, pitch in the game we, we went to. He's a middle reliever for the White Sox. You know uh -huh. what I'm talking about? He is, yeah, he's a relief pitcher, Jace Fry. I've been tweeting at him telling him he needs to change his name to Philip Jace Fry. Philip J? Yeah. Yeah. But he's also from Beaverton, Oregon, which I did not know. That's kind of cool. He's a beaver. 
I mean, no, that's a, okay. Oh, that was, for this, the yeah. average age of the White Sox is the youngest in the major leagues at twenty six point two years old. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And the Red Sox are the tenth youngest team in the league at twenty eight years old, even. Yeah. Okay. And the oldest team in the league is the Toronto Blue Jays at thirty point three, huh. which I I would have thought that San Francisco would be the oldest. Team. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. But they're not. Yeah, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are the oldest, then the Cleveland Indians, then the Giants. That's interesting. That kind of sucks for Toronto. I feel bad for them. Why? Because they're Canadian? Yes, and also they're old and still not breaking through in the AL East. I mean, every year I get the feeling that, okay, all right, Toronto, this is your year. you got to break through, and then it doesn't happen. Uh, so what I wonder is the youngest division in the... Ooh. Yeah, where, where are you looking at this? How do you, what do you Google for this? I don't know. I just Googled average age of the Red Sox, and it took me to Statista. Okay, let me look at that. That's interesting. That's AL East has two teams in the top ten... Sorry, the NL East. The Atlanta Braves at 27.7 and the Philadelphia Phillies second youngest team at 26.6. Yeah, the Braves are really young. I knew that. What's that? Yeah, I knew that the Braves were real young. I forget about the... The Phillies are even younger. Yeah. The White Sox have a guy named Carlos Rodon, a guy named Bruce Rondon, and then a guy named Jose Rondon. This is really confusing. And then we've got Abisayil Garcia and Louis Garcia. People need different names. Get different names, guys. Come on. Seriously. Yeah. They should change their last name to hashtag last name. That would be a really good idea. Or just call themselves the Hulk or something like that. Right. Yeah. No, it's got to be a hashtag, though. Like, somebody has to be the first person to have a hashtag last name, you know what I mean? Didn't Key and Peel have that joke in the NFL draft uh, skit? They did. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Hashtag. They no, it was at. The, the guy didn't have a hashtag in it. He had an at in his name. It was like at aliciousness or something like that. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, oh, yes, statista.com. Okay, what else do we need to talk about? Today is June 17th, 2018. Today is the 24th year anniversary of the infamous O.J. Simpson uh, Bronco car chase in Los Angeles. Right. I was... The, uh, the juice. The juice. Um, yeah, they call that the, the juice cruise. I, didn't, I was trying to think of something good, but I, I didn't have anything. Juice cruise is pretty good. <coughs> um, yeah. We talked about, I don't know, I feel like we talked about O.J. Simpson a lot on this podcast. And I kind of wish Jesse were here because I think he would have a lot to say about it. I would just think... Yeah, he's a- He's a big juice fan. He's a juicer. We call him the juicer because he likes... He's a big juicer, yeah. <laughs> He's just a huge fan of the juice. Um, I was just thinking about people... Being a celebrity kind of makes you crazy. And makes you go nuts. Is that true, you think? Or do you think that the type of person that, like is drawn towards becoming a celebrity already is crazy. Huh. I hadn't thought of it that way. I think... Is it like a cause and effect thing, or is it like... Right. Well, some, <sighs> some people are able to handle the pressure in, in healthy ways, and some people aren't. Someone who right. is also insane is Dennis Rodman, right? Sure. Uh, who's been going to North Korea and standing for Donald Trump and is in Singapore and participating in the U.S.-North Korea uh, diplomatic talks. 
Like, well, that's because he's like a big. He's him and Kim Jong Un are like buddies. Right. That's that's crazy. not like because he's any sort of diplomat. It's because like <clears throat> him and Kim Jong Un are like boys. <laughs> yeah. They like hang out together. <laughs> right. I heard uh, it said on the on the internet that uh, Dennis Rodman may actually be an expert on North Korea just because he's the only person who personally knows. Kim Jong Un, and they go to basketball right. games together. No, they hang out together. Yeah, yeah. That's insane, right? That's crazy. Like, I'm. I, am I crazy, or is the rest of the world gone insane? No, you're crazy too. Okay, but you're not famous. But I'm famous, right? I'm just crazy. You're, just cra- you're like regular crazy. Um, <coughs> what about you know, uh, what's his name, Kyrie Irving? With his flat earth theories. Yep. So. But is that crazy or is that stupid? Like. (laughs) Good point. I feel like. You know. Because I feel like especially in. uh, In pro sports. There's like not a lot of emphasis. Throughout these people's lives. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Educated. Because their whole thing is their. You know. They go on a sports scholarship. To college, right. but they don't really study anything at right. college. They play, you know ba- what I mean? They play basketball, they play football, right? Right. They like you know at a pretty young age, they're like on this trajectory to like, you know, if you go through high school and you're this good at this sport, you can get to go to college. Uh-huh. And like, whether intentionally or unintentionally, I truly believe that like, like educational institutions will like smooth the way for those types of kids uh-huh. you know giving them like extra chances at extra credit or like you know uh in high school to like keep their grades up yeah. so they don't actually have to study yeah because they're gonna go to the nba you yeah. know now baseball players unc study right yeah that yeah. lady did that secret study where the average reading level of uh, UNC football player was a seventh grade reading level, you know? I have heard of that. I don't know the study, but I heard about that. Uh, now, but in baseball, because... I'm not saying they're all stupid. I'm just but, saying that there's... But in baseball, though, you don't even have the pretense of college, right? Like, if you go to minor league baseball, you're not going to college. More and more kids are actually going to college. Yeah. Are they... Are they graduating from college? More and more kids are going to college for multiple years at least. Okay. Do you know why? Why is that a trend? Uh, It is, I think, that, I don't know. Because I think that's interesting. There's there's like, you know, baseball, there are all these numbers. And there's like this number that showed – Kids who got drafted out of college were more likely to make it to the major leagues than kids that got drafted out yeah. of high school. Yeah. I think that's like, – good. Like they – I don't know why. Maybe they're like a little older. Maybe like college programs are like – like I don't, I don't know. You so know? here's my guess and tell me if you think this is stupid. Um, that you peak later – in baseball than you do, especially in football and in basketball. So if you're a 22-year-old, it's more important that you're not wasting those years not getting paid for what may be your best athletic years. Right. Whereas in baseball, you, you're not going to peak until, <clears throat> what, 26 or 27? Right. And then you're going to peak for a while. Because it's less physically demanding on your body. Right. And you could probably say that football players probably would peak at 26, too, if they didn't have such, like, body degradation by that point. Smash ball. Smash ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So in smash ball, I mean, the example is Calvin Johnson. He's retired, and I don't think he's 30 yet. Um, Well, I think he's 30. I don't think he's 32. Right. I think he retired at 30. Did he? I thought he was younger than that. Okay. Um, but he definitely retired with years left on the table. Yeah, and I think he's a barber, too. 
Tiki Barber, uh, yeah. Marshawn Lynch, who, although he came back, but... Back. Yeah. Beast mode. Beast mode. I love beast mode. <laughs> yeah. Can't keep him down. <laughs> He's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so have you heard of this guy named Kyler, K-Y-L-E-R, Kyler Murray? Fake name. I know. Um, that's like an internet name. That, that's like an internet person. That's not a real person. He's a, a student at the University of Oklahoma, and he got drafted by the Oakland Athletics. Uh-huh. But he's going to delay his baseball career to play quarterback for the University of Oklahoma. Okay. Do you think that's, just knowing that, I'm loading a, a news article about him right now. Do you think that's a good move? No, that's fucking so stupid. Okay, I, I agree. Tell me why. <clears throat> I'll tell you why I think it's stupid. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. It's like your earning ceiling is much higher in the major leagues than it is in the NFL. Yes. Like nobody is making much, like the average salary for an NFL player versus the average salary for an NBA uh MLB player is like it's ridiculous. Yes, right. Unless you're Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, which that there's only two of those guys. Right. Right. And even still, like they're not making a rod money. Right. Right. You know, even Peyton Manning and Tom Brady aren't making aren't making like top top tier MLB money. Yeah, I heard on TV that uh, Calvin Johnson has made the same amount of career money as Jeff. Samoja. Right. Right. So, one of the greatest receivers of all time has earned the same amount of career money as uh, the second or third best guy on a rotation. Right. For a losing team. For a losing team, yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. the point is, is like you're going to make more money. You're going to be in better shape after... Your career is over. Right. Physically. You're going to have less chance of a concussion or torn ACL or busted knees. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, um, right. Well, and then also, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think that <clears throat> I, well, that's the thing, right? Because if you go straight from, from college to the NFL, like out of college from baseball, you go into the minor leagues, and then it's like, will you ever make it to the majors? Mm-hmm. Like that's a gamble, right? Like you get drafted by the NFL, you're in the NFL. Yeah, you're getting paid NFL salary, even right. if it's like low. Right, you're not making a minor league salary. Yeah, you do. You have to play. Well, you don't have to play. The NFL has a rule that you have to be at least two years out of high school. And that's how they right. get people to go play college football. So you've got those two years where you're not getting paid. You Really, your best choice is to play college football because then you can develop. You're going to raise the likelihood that you get drafted. But you've got those two years of not getting paid and putting your body at risk. Right. But you kind of get paid in that Under college the- football Sure, you'll get paid under... There was actually a really good expose about a month ago. I think it was on SBNation.com about how that works in the South, all the bag men, and how uh, the Uh kids are getting paid under the table. Really fascinating stuff. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It was about University of Mississippi and Mississippi State. And it was interesting because basically... They're rivals in the South, right? And uh-huh. they were basically trying to snitch on each other to the NCAA, and they both kind of got fucked in the end. But everybody does it. Everybody's getting paid thousands of dollars under the table. Right. So just put it over the table, man. I don't know. I I, I love college football. It is a moral uh, uh, cesspool. I think is the right way to describe it. Sure. But I'm, I'm excited. 
I think I think there should be a rule. Here's how I would fix college athletics. Rule number one: If a college uh, takes a kid on sports scholarship, they should have to keep that kid. They should have to guarantee four years of scholarship for that kid's lifetime. Like if the kid leaves early to go to the NBA or the NFL and gets hurt, they should have to take that kid back so he can get his fucking business degree or, or you know, uh, physical education degree, right? So that he's got... Right. So he's not screwed. The other thing I would do is make it so that you can only air college sports on PBS or C-SPAN. We've talked about that before. So that... To get... To, get, to boost the rating of those. To get the money out. Because the, the, the universities make money from their TV contracts with Fox and ESPN. Right. So that's creating this huge demand that's creating this corruption. If you got rid of that demand, there would be way less money in sports. And we'd have right. the most boring-ass football uh, broadcast yeah. ever. Right. you just have, like, C-SPAN announcers announcing the game. <laughs> right. Remember, we have talked about this before. Yeah, we have definitely talked about it. <laughs> uh, like, what if you let This American Life do uh, do the SEC? Yeah. What if you, like, it was, like, it, all of these teams, okay, check this idea out. All of these networks, it's like if they wanted to play college football, then they had to spend the same amount of money that they spent on broadcasting college football on broadcasting American soccer. Oh, no, that's a terrible idea. What they should do is if they want to spend that much... Or put more money into hot hockey and then put less <laughs> money into college smash ball. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. No, no, no. Here's what I would say. All the money you put into to Smash Ball, you oh. also have to put into broadcasting the debate team. Also the debate team? Yeah. Yeah. So like ESPN, if they want to play like Air, uh, Alabama versus the, uh, the, the who's their rival? Auburn? Auburn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Iron Bowl, is that what it's called? Yeah. They play the Iron Bowl. They also have to like block off the immediately after that is like four hours of debate club. <laughs> yes, yes. And they pay the same amount. For yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that money, the university then has to divert that funding to the debate program or to like the law school. Uh, probably not the law school. Law school is fucking filthy rich. Um, I don't know. Like, they have to, that's got to be assigned to, you know, the humanities or something like that. Right. Ph philosophy department gets it. Yeah, I knew you were going to fucking say the philosophy department. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be spent somewhere uh, academically. Yeah, yeah. But then the colleges are just getting twice the money. And that's yeah. like the problem with these schools is like, you know. They're, they make so much fucking money and kids are still going into crazy debt, you know? Yes. And, and But because where are they spending? I mean, they're spending the money on coaches. They're spending the money on building new stadiums. They're spending the right. money on athletic directors. Okay, how about this? Yeah. They can air college football, but 75% of the money from the networks goes into paying off student loans. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be, yeah, they would make a lot of progress on that one. I think that's, yeah. a, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. But what if, I mean, again, uh, we're going to steal from Key and Peel because they've, they've talked about this before with the, did you ever see the skit, the teacher draft? No, that's not the teacher fun. draft. Teacher draft. Google, Google Key and Peel teacher draft. But the thing, you know, people, say, oh, I wish that we, you know, the way we have a celebrity worship culture around athletes, I wish we had it about teachers, or I wish we had it about social workers and, you know, the people who do the real work. What if, and uh, followers of the podcast know we're big on Quidditch, what if we could, uh, 
you know, celebritize debate club? What if the, the college kids who were the winners at debate club were the biggest celebrities in college sports? They got all the chicks. They got all the chicks and the sponsorships and the endorsements. Uh, I guess we get a little bit of this with script spelling bee. How come there is there a college spelling bee? There must not be. That's a weird thing that we only expect twelve year olds to do. What about like uh, you know the like finger skateboards? Yes. <laughs> what about that? What What was the uh, paper football where you just flick? Where you just flick the triangle of paper through somebody's fingers? <laughs> what if they were? Yeah. Yeah, national championship of that. I would, I don't know if I'd pay to watch that. Yeah, um, so you're just trying to, like, monetize the nerd nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have the World Series of Poker. Why don't they have the World Series of D&D, you know? I think you're onto something. However, yeah. now I'm backtracking because I fucking hate the World Series of Poker. <laughs> right. Yeah. But... So, but, like, what's the difference, really, between that and Dungeons and Dragons, you know? What? What? No. I, I would probably be really bored by watching the World Series of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, my God, he rolled a 17! Yeah, right. That's amazing! <laughs> uh, I mean, they do do video games. Like, video games is a huge industry now. Like, competitive video right, but games. It's a whole different, like... That's not TV. Right. What is it, Twitch? Yeah. It, it, I see, like, it's online. Like, you stream it online. Right. And which is probably the future of... Yeah. How we consume sports. Broadcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. YouTube TV. Living in a brave new world, Sam. Brave new world. Yep. All right. I'm opening this beer, but we only got about five minutes left. Nice. You better chug. Yeah, I will. <sighs> um, hey, Warriors swept the Cavs. Do you think uh, yeah. LeBron is a chump? Oh. Whoa, nobody saw that coming at the beginning of the fucking season. <laughs> Whoa. Huge surprise. I'm so freaking mind blown that the Warriors beat the Cavs in the finals. <laughs> nobody saw that coming. Literally no one saw that coming. Um, Alex Ovechkin hasn't been sober in like two weeks. Yeah, try two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting, okay, uh, is this interesting? Not if it's about the NBA. No, it's not about the NBA. Uh, there was a debate going on on the internet about whether or not, so, for our podcast fans, uh, cold hockey, the cold hockey champions are the Washington Nationals, and their star players, uh, Capitals. Capitals? Yeah, Capitals. Yeah. Capitals? Capitals. Caps, capitals, yeah. No caps. No caps. Caps, Nats. Caps versus Nats. Um, yeah, so they won the NHL Stanley Cup, and it's the first uh, sports championship in the city of Washington, D.C. in, like, 27 years, which is a long time for a major city. And their star player, Alex, Alex Ovechkin, who's Russian, has been drunk on in public for like two weeks now. It's amazing. You should YouTube some of that shit. And so He's been like yeah, doing keg stands out of the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it, it's great. Um, and, it's and throwing first pitch at Nationals games and totally missing everything. Um, so this guy... Can I nominate Alex Govechkin for the Dump on the Ump All-Stars or can we not do that with just the two of us here? Uh, well, let's nominate him. And right. yeah, vote on it later. yeah, I think that's a good call. He does. He he. Can we? I was. Uh, he's a hockey player, but that's that's cool. Um. Oh, does he baseball players? I thought so, but fuck it. Let's let's. Who's in it already? It's Bartolo Colon, right? It's Bartolo Colon. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this is a good. We can specify that it's only two week Bender Ovechkin is nominated <laughs> right. to the Dumb Bucket Hall of Fame. <laughs> two weeks and counting. He's still going. Yeah, two week bender Ovechkin. Is yeah, 
Yeah. Um, okay, so this got an argument going on the internet whether or not Alex Ovechkin is the greatest player to represent Washington, D.C. in any sport ever. Does that make sense? So, like, I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan sure. would be the greatest player to represent Chicago ever. Uh, he also represented D.C., though. Oh, but he sucked. Oh, that's, he sucked for D.C., though. He was okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if that counts. If he was great, if he was great for another team and then went to uh, to Washington. Okay, so um, Walter Johnson. Okay, and this article I should probably post this article by uh, sports writer Kevin Blackstone who's on ESPN all the time, and we follow him on Twitter. And so he says, is Alex, he, he is arguing that Alex Ovechkin is Washington's greatest team sport athlete ever. And okay. he says, Okay, Ovechkin did not become a first-team athlete, athlete to be so dominant in his or her generation. When I first uttered my thoughts on Ovechkin via tweet Saturday, a number of people countered with the Senators' World Series winning pitcher Walter Johnson and quarterback Sammy Baugh, who led Washington to two NFL championships. Johnson was among the first five electees to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1936. No one has ever thrown more shutouts in baseball history. Only Cy Young ever won more games. Johnson's career strikeout record stood for more than half a century. He gave Washington its only World Series title in 1924. But Johnson played his 21 big league seasons, all in Washington, during the 60-year stretch when baseball refused to let black men participate. He didn't play against the best, and sadly neither did those who starred in the Negro Leagues, such as Josh Gibson, the legendary slugger for the Homestead Grays, who played half of their games in the 1940s in D.C.'s old Griffith Stadium. So that was kind of a, a interesting argument where he's saying this pitcher, uh, Johnson... Walter, white guy. White guy, yeah. Who lots of people on the internet were like, he's the greatest player in Washington, D.C. sports history because... One of the greatest pitchers ever. Yeah. Possibly. But but uh, Blackstone is arguing, well, you can't count that because it was before desegregation, so he wasn't competing against the best. I think that's an interesting take. Um, I mean, there's something to that, but lots of people are going to say that Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player of all time, and he was playing before desegregation also. Right. Yeah. No one's making that argument. That he is not the greatest because... I mean, I think Blackstone would make that argument. Right. That he wasn't up against the best competition, so there's always got to be that asterisk there. Right, for sure. But there's also, like, a lot more great players have come out of New York... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Babe Ruth maybe was the best baseball player of all time, but maybe he wasn't even the best baseball player to play for the Yankees, you know? That's, that's a good point. Who is? Like, DiMaggio? <clears throat> A-Rod? <laughs> Wait, you're serious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, way to go, Alex Ovechkin. Cold hockey champion, drunk dude. Hopefully, he shows up in Russia. I'm uh, here's my plan. I'm hoping that Putin is able to get his hands on the Stanley Cup, and then it never comes back. <laughs> it never comes back. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, we're at an hour and five minutes. Uh, any last words we need to get in? Uh, no. I, I can't think of anything. Uh, let's see. Happy Did Father's we cover, Day. We even talked about football today. Yeah. We didn't talk about... We didn't talk about what? We talked about soccer, baseball, football, basketball, 
hockey. I'm right. gonna, I'm gonna throw in a Quidditch. We talked about nerd sports. Right. Yeah. D and D. D and D. We talked about D competitive Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh man, I've missed my last D and D uh, session. Also, I need to find out what happened. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, my name is Joel. Uh, this has been, with me has been Sam. Check us out <coughs> on all your social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, WordPress, SoundCloud. We're really good on Twitter. What? We're really good on Twitter. Yeah, we're really good on Twitter. Please follow us on Twitter. We're getting a pretty good Twitter following. Uh, we will troll you. Uh, so get yeah. ready for that. Yeah. Uh, what we walked on today was, uh, Kendrick Lamar Money Trees featuring J-Rock. I got to see Kendrick Lamar on Friday. Did I tell you about that? That was pretty cool. Uh, uh no, you didn't tell me about it. You told me you were going. Yeah, I went. It was awesome. It was the first, uh, rap hip-hop concert, uh, I have been to. And I was probably the oldest person there, which was great. Was there a mosh pit? Uh, okay. It was in a real big stadium. Well, the amphitheater was like 20,000 seats. Um, and so I was in kind of the middle. In the, There was a standing area up front, but I had my assigned seat that I had to stay in, which I thought was kind of annoying. You had to stay in your seat? You had to stay in, you're like, everybody was standing up. But if you went, you could go into the aisles and you could go get beer. But there were uh -huh. security guards, like, hurrying you back to your assigned seat. Like, you weren't allowed to just chill. Um, so that was kind of annoying. Uh -huh. Anyway, so uh, Red Sox uh, Black Holt uh, walks on to Kendrick Lamar's Money Trees. And he also walks on to this song that we're going to walk off to. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much for listening. Check us out next time. Um, have a pleasant evening and a wonderful tomorrow. We gotta listen to this for a while. I don't hope so. Your way. So I go. But I'll think of you every step of. Did you ever watch this movie? Bodyguard? Yeah. No. I did. Like, you know my fantasy baseball team has 17 home runs this week? Damn. I'm winning for the first time. Nice. <laughs> 17, that's a lot, right? Yeah, it seems like a lot. Yeah, Black Holt walks up to this song. I love it. All right, America, have a good night. <laughs>